Good morning, motherfuckers. Welcome to the Daily Science Report. This episode is about male contraceptives, novel male contraceptives. options this day and age. So I'm just going to go over a few things. We had one yesterday about abortion science, and towards the end, we got into um, some novel male contraceptives. And so now I'm going to take a deeper dive into that area. And I guess a cool place to start that conversation would be with Vassal Gel. This is a interesting new gel they created. And it is direct it is injected into the the glands of uh between the well let's just pull it up and i'll read it to you guys because that's gonna sound a lot better um <clears throat> let's get a legitimate description going on here okay let's see men welcome revolutionary male contraceptive this is from 2016 so it's been around for a while and this is a uh, from Taylor and Francis, and a new study has found that men have positive attitudes towards innovative male contraceptive vassal gel. The landmark study published in Cogent Medicine is the first insight into how men perceive the new contraceptive and gives promising signs that vassal gel may revolutionize approaches to reproductive health. Currently, condoms and vasectomy are the only options available for male contraception, putting a disproportionate responsibility on women to provide contraception to avoid implant pregnancy. Vassal gel is a long-acting reversible contraceptive currently under development, which will redress the imbalance by offering reliable contraceptive for men. Vassal gel works by injecting a polymer into the vas deferens, the duct which conveys sperms from the testicle to the urethra, forming a semi-solid plug which blocks the viable sperm passing through. The treatment may be effective for up to 10 years, but can be reversed at any time by a second injection, which dissolves the polymer. Researchers wanted to examine what men thought of the new contraceptive. The survey, comprising of 146 male participants, asked questions designed to assess several considerations, including the participants' perceptions of pregnancy, benefits of vassal gel, inter interpersonal factors, and social norms. Results of the survey showed that attitudes towards vassal gel were predominantly favorable. 41% of all participants either moderately or strongly agree with the statement, I would use vassal gel if it became available, compared to only 22% who either moderately or strongly disagreed. A further 57% of participants reported that using vassal gel would be very nice or nice compared to only 6% who said it would be awful or very awful. <laughs> Okay, uh, to be fair, these men probably weren't given all the facts. Um, there are some issues involved with vassal gel. They can do some like uh, uh, sperm granulization, which can be like a painful kind of like a kidney stone or some sort. But um, let's see what we have here. Stopping sperm in its tracks, the latest progress in the hunt for a male contraceptive. This is in 2020, so... <clears throat> Amazing. Researchers have developed this uh, from the University of Dundee 
and researchers have developed an unrivaled, fully automatic robot screening system, which allows them to rapidly test the effect of drugs and other chemicals on human sperm. Excellent. So we can quickly find out a new um, contraceptive for men. Uh, another interesting contraceptive I'd like to talk about uh, is something called COSO, which is... I'm going to drop a link to their Instagram for you guys in the comments so you can just see what I'm talking about here. And let's see if I can do that. Here we go. Um, so COSO is an ultrasound-based approach to male contraception. And it's like a, a speaker, like a little sound speaker, audio speaker, in the bottom of a little cup. And you put your balls in the little cup, and it blasts your balls with ultrasonic like sound vibrations and that is enough to kill the sperm i guess and so pretty nifty little piece of science um i'm totally into this idea i think it's pretty cool looks pretty nice um i'd be very happy if it worked um so i'm going to drop this link right now for you guys in the comments there's a link to coso on instagram um and I'll go ahead and drop a link to Vassal Gel in the comments for you guys as well. I think I'm just going to go back and get a better article about it. Um, and we'll go ahead and read that before we move on to the next kind of male contraceptive. Okay, <clears throat> here's the one I read yesterday. Um, let's see if they might have another one. Okay, cool. There's so many cool new things. I'll just read the one from yesterday. Uh, male contraceptive gel in monkeys shows potential as an alternative to vasectomy. That was the contraceptive gel known as Vassal Gel. It was tested in rhesus monkeys. They tested it in about 30 rhesus monkeys. Uh, I'm sorry, 16 rhesus monkeys. Um, they found that placement into the vas deferens produced reliable contraception in mature male rhesus monkeys as shown by the lack of pregnancies in reproductively viable females, which the males were housed with. Um, so yeah, you know, normally you would see, uh, I think, uh, like an 80% pregnancy rate with the females, um, when they're kept with the males and they saw that, yeah, they, it's approximately 80% per breeding season. Um, pregnancy and they saw that drop to zero when they were using vassal gel. So as a test, you know, um, they're able to find out that it does at least work and they are doing more research right now to find out if it's, if it's reversible, how reversible it is. And they need to go on to do, uh, human trials and stuff like that as well. So all the support in the world to the people studying vassal gel. I wish them all the speed and. <clears throat> I'm going to move on and talk about this novel new compound for male contraception. Uh, this could potentially lead to a male contraceptive pill. In a new paper published by Nature Communications, a Lundquist Institute, um, colleagues spell out an innovative <coughs> pardon me, strategy that has led to the discovery of natural compound as safe, effective, and reversible as male contraceptive agent in preclinical and animal models. Despite tremendous efforts over the past decades, the progress developing non-hormonal male contraceptives has been very limited. The compound is tryptonide, which can be either purified from a Chinese herb called Tryptergium wilfordi uh, hook, or it can be produced through chemical synthesis. <clears throat> 
a single daily oral dose of tryptonide would induce altered sperm having minimal or no forward mobility, close to 100% uh, penetrance, and consequently male infertility um, of penetrance, 100% penetrance, and consequently male infertility in three to four and five to six weeks. Once the treatment is stopped, the males become fertile again in four to six weeks. And again, this is derived from a Chinese herb. And it can also be synthesized. Again, the molecule is known as tryptonide. And right now, I am dropping a link to this article in the show notes or in the comments. Let's see. From the Lundquist Institute. Here we go. <laughs> Boom. Let's see if this works. Okay. There's a link for you guys. <clears throat> now let's go into another kind of male contraception. I think there's like a new one there. I was about to get into. Mm-hmm. Okay. So a reversible male contraceptive targeted to the testes with magnets. Women have several choices for long lasting reversible contraceptives, but most options for men are either single use such as condoms or difficult to reverse like vasectomies. Now, in a step toward a safe, long-lasting, and reversible male contraceptive, researchers have developed magnetic, biodegradable nanomaterials that reduce the likelihood of mice fathering pups for at least 30 days. Women have several choices. Okay, we've been through that. Elevated temperatures, which can be caused by wearing too tight pants or underwear, can decrease sperm count in men. Some researchers have explored the more intense heating of nanomaterials injected into the testes as a form of male birth control. However, the injection can be painful. The heating can damage skin and most nanomaterials tested so far are not biodegradable. Uh, so colleagues wanted to develop a safe, effective magnetic thermal approach to male contraception that does not need to be injected directly into the testes. The researchers tested two forms of iron oxide nanoparticles, which are biodegradable and can be guided and heated with magnetic fields. As male contraceptives, uh, one, as male contraceptives, one type of nanoparticle was coated with polyethylene glycol, PEG, and the other with citric acid. Although polyethylene glycol coated nanoparticles could be heated to higher temperatures, they were not as easily manipulated by magnets as the other ones. So researchers injected repeated doses of citric acid coated nanoparticles into the bloodstream of mice for two days, guided the nanomaterials to the testes with magnets, and then applied an alternating magnetic field to the area for 15 minutes. The nanoparticles heated the testes to a temperature of 104 degrees Fahrenheit, shrinking them and inhibiting spermatogenesis before gradual recovery 30 to 60 days after treatment. The mice couldn't father any pups seven days after treatment, but they were back to fathering about 12 pups per pregnant female at day 60. The nanoparticles were non-toxic to cells and were gradually eliminated from the body, offering new possibilities for male contraception. <laughs> okay, that sounds really invasive. Like, I mean, not as invasive as a hormonal therapy for women, but uh, uh, still, geez, what a 
what an ordeal. But, uh, I mean, anything for good old, clean, safe love. Uh, let's explore some other uh, possibilities. Uh, okay, a step toward a male birth control pill for men. Looks like a hormonal pill they um, developed for men. I just don't think that's even going to fly, so I'm not going to waste my breath on it. Let's see what this says. Layered cocktails inspire new form of male birth control from the American Chemical Society. For decades, women have shouldered most of the burden. Contraception, long-term use of female birth control pills sucks. And so, these all, all these articles sound very similar. Um, so common forms of male contraception are either short-term condoms or long-term vasectomy. However, condoms fail and vasectomies, while effective, are not often reversible. So, to uh, devise a form of medium-term reversible male contraception, um, colleagues drew inspiration from cocktails such as the Galaxy that bartenders make by layering colorful liquids in a glass. If the beverage is stirred or heated, the layers combine into a uniform liquid. Wang and colleagues wondered if they could use a similar approach to inject layers of materials to block the vast deference. Uh, the duct that conveys sperm from the testicle to the urethra applying heat would cause the layers to mix, breaking them down and unplugging the pipeline. This sounds like vassal gel, but maybe something different. Let's see. So the team tested their approach in male rats. They, uh, Sequentially injected four layers of materials into the vast deferens, a hydrogel that forms a physical barrier to sperm. Gold nanoparticles, which heat up when irradiated with near infrared light. Um, ethylene diaminotriacetic acid or EDTA, a chemical that breaks down the hydrogel and also kills sperm. And finally, another layer of gold nanoparticles. The injected materials kept the rats from impregnating females for more than two months. However, when researchers shone a near-infrared lamp on the rats for a few minutes, the layers mixed and dissolved, allowing the animals to produce offspring. The researchers say that while this pilot experiment is promising, more research is needed to verify the safety of the materials. <laughs> I think that sounds pretty cool. Um, I think that sounds a little less invasive than um, the <clears throat> vassal gel. Only problem being if you were to, I don't know, go naked outside, you might melt it uh, <laughs> before you want to. <laughs> um, I know here in Texas it gets pretty hot anyway, so I don't know how hot it needs to get down there, but interesting ideas. A lot of options for um, injecting gel into the vast deferens. And I'm personally a fan of the herbal option and also the ultrasonic cozy option. I think those are pretty cool. And so let me just drop a link to this last one for you guys just so you can have it in case anyone needs it. Copy link text. Got you guys right here. Okay, there's another link. Um, so I think there was maybe one more I want to drop for you guys, one more link, and that was for the herbal 
um, male birth control. I just want to make sure you all have access to that information. And that was tryptonite. Uh, this is what I think is very interesting. This uh, tryptonite molecule was uh, seems to have been at least uh, this study was published in 2001. So this is some relatively new information I'm about to drop right here. Um, this is about tryptonite. And this could make it really easy for us males to get some birth control. It's the last article I dropped in the link for you guys. So now you guys have all that information. Um, does anyone have any questions or does anyone have any um, alternate forms of male birth control you'd like to talk about? I know that uh, there is a rumor that you could heat up your balls to a certain temperature and you could use uh, just plain old heat as male contraception, maybe like going into a hot tub and really cranking it up. Uh, let, me, let me just look up the science on that for you guys. So I'm, I'm giving you guys legitimate information. <laughs> I don't want to throw nonsense at anyone at this particular time. So let's see. Using heat as male contraception. Male enhancement. That's hilarious. Male contraceptives. The principle of artificial crypto cryptorchidism or male thermal contraception with testicle lifting is simple. Warming the testicles with body heat by keeping them in the inguinal sac for several hours a day reduces sperm production below the contraceptive threshold of 1 million per milliliter. So does heat stop sperm production? Sperm cells tend to die when exposed to too much heat. Continuous exposure to higher temperatures can cause sperm production to be lower or cause the production of abnormally shaped sperm cells, resulting in infertility. So can I use a hot tub as birth control? The increase in temperature caused by sitting in a hot tub can indeed interfere with normal sperm production, but not enough to be considered an effective form of birth control. Um, can you boil your balls? <laughs> so, how does boiling your balls actually work in practice? Obviously, you're not expected to dip your precious testes into a 212 degree Fahrenheit tub. Instead, use the COSO, which is uh, the uh, <laughs> the ultrasonic method I mentioned. Um, so, what temperature is too hot for sperm? This is a fantastic question. Exposure to wet heat has been associated with a decreased semen perimeters in men. An example is a 2007 study in which men using hot tubs with a temperature of 98.4 degrees for 30 minutes uh, lowered their sperm count or sperm motility by 22%, which unfortunately is just not enough. Um, just a testicle bath work. All that fish is not included in research. Coso is indeed temporary. Okay. It's a testicle bath. <laughs> Dude, laptops fry your balls. Maybe you could use your laptop. <laughs> um, <clears throat> the potential of a mild testicular heating as a safe, effective, and reversible contraceptive method for men. All right, so this is a abstract from PubMed here. Um, Preliminary assessment of the contraceptive efficacy of a daily mild increase one to two degrees Celsius in testicular temperature during waking hours is reported in nine couples using two techniques of non-surgical fixation of the testes close to the 
in Guineal Canal with technique one and mobilization was achieved by passing the penis and the empty scrotum through a hole made in close fitting underwear. There was one pregnancy from a man who stopped the heating after seven weeks for 42 cycles of exposure in three couples. With technique two, immobilization was achieved by adding a ring of soft material surrounding the hole in the underwear. There was no pregnancy for 117 cycles of exposure in six couples. Reversibility is and safety were assessed. These preliminary results suggest that a daily mild increase in testicular temperature could be a potential contraceptive method for men. Huzzah! Um, along, among normal fertile men, induced elevation of body temperature or scrotal temperature has been reported to decrease the level of sperm output and motility. The heating of testes was therefore suggested as a potential contraceptive method for men as early as 1959. In most studies, however, the temperature evaluation was large, lasted a short time, and required an impractical heat source. Robinson and Rock in their 1967 study suggested that a rise of one degree Celsius in scrotal temperature with daily scrotal insulation during waking hours would be sufficient to confer contraception. Okay, so I don't know. Among 42 cycles of exposures, the only pregnancy was induced by a man who stopped the heating after seven weeks. So it does look pretty effective. Um, and like it doesn't take a whole lot of extra heat to make it work. So, um, these methods involve holding your testicles close to your body to warm them up. And then like this, uh, I guess like some kind of adding a ring of soft material surrounding the hole in the underwear. I don't know. Um, but it seems to work. So, uh, and I, I suppose it would take nothing more than this, uh, soft rubber band they're talking about. So I'm going to take this article. I'm going to link it to you guys in the notes and I'm going to wrap it up right there and feel free to call in with any questions. If you guys have any topics you'd like me to cover in future daily science shows, I'd be happy to do that for you guys. Drop them in the comments, send me a message. Here is the last link to the PubMed article I just read about temperature. And yeah, <clears throat> out of all of these options, I think I'm most excited about the, was it the tryptonide option? I think that's pretty cool. I'm very interested in getting my hands on some of those tryptonide plants. And uh, yeah, I'd appreciate any um, ideas you guys have for a future show. And thanks for tuning in. I hope everyone learns something and we get to make the most of this information. So take care, guys.